Modesto, 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 Modesto Reboot Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Modesto Reboot Podcast. I am Phasm, the host, and with me today I have Ben Wheeler, who is the um, youth pastor at the Juvenile Hall. Hello and welcome, Ben. Hey, how's it going? Good. All right, so um, Ben, where were you born? I was born in Turlock, California in 1977. Awesome. And uh, where do you live now? live in Modesto. Awesome. What part of Modesto? Right by the mall. Your occupation is what? I am the Director of Juvenile Justice for Youth for Christ, and then I go into Juvenile Hall four or five days a week, and then we also work with adults on probation and parole. Sweet. So I'm kind of like a, uh, a real rough around the edges youth pastor. <laughs> so yeah, I would imagine you have to be a little rough around the edges to deal with uh, these guys. Yeah, and they uh, sometimes think uh, they have to be a little rough to deal with me. So Nice. Yeah. Nice. So how long have you been in that position? I've been with Youth for Christ for the last eight years, and then before that I was a probation correction officer in custody with the kids for 10 full years. Wow. Yep. You've been at it for a while. Yep. And I actually started as a volunteer when I got out of the military around 99-2000 and doing Friday night volleyball uh, through Calvary Chapel on Friday nights. And I was like asking them, hey, what do you guys do? And uh, I like talking to the kids and some of the probation officers that were in custody with the kids were like, hey, just go do this and fill it out. You're a prior vet and uh, you should be able to get get the job. Nice, nice. So your your military background kind of helped you um, ease into that? Yeah, military background. And then when I got out, I worked for Sierra Vista Children's Home for a year as a, um, a group home staff. I did that for a year, and then I went up and worked in Stockton uh, for a program called Big Valley Helping Hands, and we'd go out in the community and work one-on-one with uh, high-risk kids that were in jeopardy of losing uh, their placement because every time they go to, from a regular home to a foster home, $10,000. Foster home to a group home, another higher level of care, $10,000 more. So my job was to kind of go in there and stabilize the kids so they don't lose their placement. So you went directly to their homes? I went to homes, group homes, schools, sometimes five, six hours a day with one kid, making sure they don't throw a, a rock through a window, sent, you know, light something on fire, huh. uh, you know, punch holes in the walls so the family gets mad and kicks them out. Wow. Wow. So did you deal with the parents? I did. I, I, uh, I spent more time. I don't know if it was just uh, strange clients, but I, the foster homes that I was in, um, the parents had more issues than the kids, which made it pretty hard to, you know, get a kid stabilized where they go back in the home and be pretty chaotic too. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. All right. So, um, you said you work about four days a week. Um, in the hall four days a week and then, um, adult probation one day a week, Saturday's my full day off. And then Sunday's a half day, uh, back in custody doing uh, church services with the kids. A normal, uh, school day for us, um, we go in and we, we, uh, we have about 50 different character counts programs. Um, so respect, responsibility, honesty, hard work. Um, we kind of drill what that character trait looks like, the benefits of what that is. Um, it's really holistic. So part of it can be spiritual. It's relational. Um, we have the kids read. We have them practice their job interviews last week. Um, if you go on my Facebook, you can see we have a kid eating a donut because he, he did 10 interview questions at his closing. Nice. Do you want to hear the closing? Yes. Okay. So we drilled 
30 kids over and over and over again to be able to say this at the end of the interview when they say, do you have any questions for us or is there anything else you'd like to add? You say, hold on, I have one more thing. I took a job training class with Ben Wheeler through Youth for Christ and one of the character traits that we studied was on honesty. And I'd like to read you a quote. And of course they have their lesson. They open up their folder that they took to the job interview and they read a paragraph of it and say, uh, by taking this class, I realized how important honesty, hard work, and responsibility is, and I hope you allow me that opportunity here at Taco Bell. Thank you very much for your time. <laughs> so they memorize that, and uh, I kind of give them the closing, and then we kind of coach them for the, um, you know, uh, the ten interview questions. We had some pretty funny ones where, you know, name. In the beginning, before I started coaching them, I was like, well, we'll see how they do with just uh, going through, and um, you know, can you name one one of your strengths, and. Um, it was kind of weak. And then can you name one of your weaknesses? And, you know, I, I get high a lot and I forget things. And I was like, okay, we're going to have to coach you guys on, <laughs> on things that you can and cannot say in job interviews. So there, there was, a, there was a little, uh, was it, well, I guess they call it coaching if you were with a jury, but it was, yeah. it was fun. And I, I, I like that everybody is going after the Taco Bell job. Yeah, it's just assumed you're going to, you're going to apply at Taco you're Bell. You're going to apply at Taco Bell. Hey, you got to start somewhere. Yep. Um, all right, so tell me, let's go back into your life. Okay. Um, what was family life for you uh, growing up? Uh, Mom and dad, we lived right there, Tully and Briggsmore. Um, went back and forth between Modesto Christian, Big Valley, and then uh, Davis for my senior year. Uh, played football, and then I was a little wild my senior year. Went over to Davis, graduated from Davis, and uh, I think I was a little too wild for my parents, so they, they uh, had me go to the Navy. Okay. And that was a good thing. And that was that was like you're going to the navy, no questions asked. It was or? like you 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 you're not in school. I was taking like three or four PE classes, which I I guess <laughs> that's not technically in school. Uh, swimming, uh, karate with Master Polite, who I think is still around. Ping pong and volleyball. Those were my four classes. I was exhausted. <laughs> and then uh, went in in January '96 and. God must have known I needed to be out in the middle of the ocean because we were deployed for three years, six to nine months out of the year. So Thailand, Malaysia, Singapore, Hong Kong, China, Guam, Hawaii a few times, Australia, Saudi Arabia, United Arab Emirates, Bahrain, um, Korea. Wow. Yeah, so I got to travel all over. everywhere. Yep. So do you have any crazy stories from any of those places? I mean. I got beat to a pulp in uh, Japan in Rapungi one night. Really? Oh, they just, we would usually go in with a bunch of guys and uh, they would kind of give us a pass on poor behavior outside the club or in the club. And we we're going to Saudi Arabia the next day. And my buddy goes, let's go in and, you know, make a night of it. So I said, all right. So, you know, there's drinking obviously going on. And um, somebody said something, my, my, my friend was trying to go in the club and uh, they wouldn't let him in, so I ran over there to defend him. And the next thing I know, I'm getting punched in the mouth, kicked in the crotch, falling backwards. And uh, he dragged me out of there. And uh, I go, "Why'd you drag me out of there? I was just gonna, you know, start winning." He goes, "Dude, there was like five more of them lined up behind you, all ready to punch you in the mouth." So, well, I'm trying to, I'm trying to like visually picture this because how tall are you? I'm six seven. Six seven. Yeah. There's a six seven guy in Japan. So they, they hire... Uh, I mean, are they like half your height that are like attacking you? They, they use sumo wrestlers. They use ex-huge military guys <laughs> that stay there and do a ton of steroids. Uh, uh, I'll finish the story in a second. So after that, we ran down the street, 
And um, I was like, man, that I'm, I'm glad that's over with. And next thing I know, I have a huge arm around me. And I look at him, and it's the biggest man with the biggest head I've ever seen. He's got a handlebar mustache and a pink shirt. I can still picture it. And he looks at me and grabs my shoulder, swings me around, and kicks me in the back of the leg. And I, I remember looking at him going, this man is ginormous. Like, his chest just looked fake. Yeah. And um, then he looked at me, surprised I didn't fall when he kicked me in the leg. But I was, I was always running, so it just kind of you yeah. know, bounced off. So he just takes his forearm and rips me into probably six feet into a wall and I was sitting there looking at him and then everybody that gathered around they start yelling run run and I was like that's all I needed to hear so I took off running down the street um we went through that night still getting in trouble running around and then in the morning um we were harassing harassing a couple air force guys walking back to the train station and all I hear is one, two, three steps in front of me, a pop. This is Big Earl Matthews, and you're listening to the Modesto Reboot Podcast. Yo, what's up, man? This is Joe, a.k.a. Park's son, your favorite local funky DJ, and you're listening to Modesto Reboot Podcast. And now back to Modesto Reboot. And I biggest lump on my forehead i had ever seen and the guy was just trying to rip my head off it was the bouncer who'd gotten off work mm. saw me and came running full speed just molly me into the uh dang into the street dang that's crazy there's a lot more bad crazy parts of that story oh i'm sure you have a lot of stories <laughs> between juvenile hall and military i'm sure you've got endless um so have, have you ever met any famous people have i ever met any famous people you know i was thinking about that Gwen Stefani, when she was here in Modesto in 95, yelled at me that we were being too rough in the mosh pit. Does that count? Yeah, that, that totally counts. Um, how about hobbies? I love surfing. If you ever see me around town, I ride a big, giant, black elliptigo bike. So if people have seen, seen me... What's an elliptigo bike? It's a stand-up bike. It's the goofiest thing you've ever oh, seen. Like where you push down on both sides? Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's an elliptical that you ride. I do 12 miles on it every day. So a six-foot-seven... Yep, I'm probably up about nine foot. I got my headphones in, no helmet, summertime, no shirt, and I'm moving. I'm trying to get that image out of my head. I got I got pictures. We can put them up on the website and all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Any other interests that? I lift. I swim every day at Aquatic Dreams. Shout out to Aquatic Dreams, my dive shop. Um, pay forty bucks a month, and I swim corner to corner every uh, half an hour, as hard as I can every day at lunch. Nice, dude. You're super physical physical fit dude that's awesome all right what's what's your favorite thing about modesto um you know it, it's funny because when the love modesto came out i was like i don't necessarily love our location but i love our people um you know i get to i kind of get to live in two worlds where um i'm with people who come from really hard places substance abuse trauma poverty and it's a whole different world um and then i walk into churches and you know, it, it, it's really cool to see the churches are, I've, I've worked with so many of them, uh, kind of in my position, that they're all trying to plug in, whether it's down at the gospel mission, mentoring, uh, programs where people are coming into uh, the church. Um, you know, there's a ton of nonprofits. Um, we do some work with Without Permission for Human Trafficking. Um, so, you know, we, we definitely have some hard areas in Modesto, but we have a ton of people that, you know, I always tell our kids in Juvenile Hall, um, you have 
hundreds and thousands of people that literally pray for you and give me a paycheck to, to you know to tell you that you're loved and teach you these things every mm-hmm. day so you know that there's a lot of t- a lot of great support in Modesto for um, our at-risk populations yeah I would totally agree do, do you feel like sometimes it's fractured like it's so fractured and different coming from different sources well we just <laughs> it's funny you say that because I was actually I'm not a committee guy. It's hard for me to sit down at a table, but um, uh, City Ministry Network and uh, I think it's Homero, I'm going to mess up the last name. Um, They have really good people working on collaboration, getting everybody together on the same page. Uh, I think they're probably five to 10 years ahead of a lot of cities. Mm. Um, I know San Francisco with some of the programs they have over there, they run really big programs and they reach a lot of people um there's probably more money over there to be able to just dump here here's a million dollars to dump into an amazing program um and i know we have some big generous um donors in modesto private Uh, donors yep yeah but but there's um there's a lot of need a lot of poverty and a lot of homelessness and um you know everything that goes on in the jails yeah so you only work at juvenile hall you were saying that no i do on wednesday we do um two uh, if you remember a few years ago, they did, I think it's AB 109, it's a realignment of the prison system where they were letting prisoners out. Yeah. Uh, Stanislaus County, our probation department's top-notch. They, they're uh, usually, I always say, they're about 10, 15 years ahead of a lot of the departments around us um, as far as how in-custody works and um, how un- how professional our probation department is. They're really top-notch. And um, they, they, they did an amazing work. I don't know who wrote the grants, but we got a ton of money for AB 109. We built a day reporting center out off Hackett, off Crow's Landing, um, and there's classes going on, uh, I think, five or six days a week, days and evenings, um, You know, career counseling, anger management, trauma counseling, substance counseling, uh, education counseling. Um, so we do that on Wednesdays. We do two anger management classes and a female trauma and substance abuse class. Nice, nice. So, so that um, what was it? AB AB one hundred nine. AB one hundred nine. What what does that look like for me as a citizen? I, I mean, I know I know nothing about like that. It looks like this: they uh, they let they, a bunch they, of people out. They let a bunch of people out, and then terms of their probation is that they once they come in, they're under supervision, and they have to be going to classes um, as part of their terms of probation until they're working. Got it. Got it. So it wasn't just like hey get out of here we don't want to ever see no, you again. Actually, it was more like a probation so, thing sometimes where... programming in in prison is hard um you know because the prison politics that go on um as far as you know what you can really look like you're able to do but then when when they get on the outs if they're able to if they're really serious about doing it change is a little more possible on the outs yeah you know and i know every prison is different in how it works and their programming um but we have we have great results and we like working with the men and women that come out there yeah cool hey so do you have any um any crazy story from work from juvenile hall or any crazy that you're allowed stories. to share no names obviously you know i got I, I mean we just have so many different stories we have success stories where um you know i've been i've been there a while so whether it's juvenile hall or the chaplain spot people find me on facebook and they're like hey i'm a this i mean i when i was there in custody with this one kid uh, he, he was so annoying and he tried my patience. I'm like, this kid's just going to be, you know, one down the drain. And all of a sudden, you know, I forget how long, seven, eight years go by and he's contacting me on Facebook. He's in a suit and he's like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm running this men's home. I graduated from it and now I'm on staff here and he's got his wife and kids and 
wow. doing amazing. So, I mean, we got hundreds of stories like that. Yeah. And of course, on the other end, you know, it, kind of, yeah. it balances out. You know, kids shooting themselves in the foot and having to have their, you know, when they get out, having their toes amputated and, um, you know, 25 to life. And, yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, a lot of the high profile juvenile stuff. Um, and it's interesting that you were saying that your your initial assessment of this kid that was, you know, seems like he's doing awesome now is like he's he's going nowhere. So you really can't tell by by first judgment, judge, you know, like you know they, they they talk about down at Coronado the instructors like to bet on the, the people yeah. and how often they're just so wrong. The biggest toughest guy, yeah, you know, ends up dropping out, and the little skinny dorky kid ends up going all the way through. Yeah. And when I was down down in Coronado, not going through program or anything, um, on my way out of the military, but I would end up talking to some of the SEAL officers, and they would they would kind of you know let down their guard and just kind of talk casually about uh, what goes on there at uh, at Buds. Yeah. All right. So, what's what's your favorite restaurant or or food joint in Modesto? Fuji Sushi. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. I mean, it's right by our house. We love it. La Herta Villa. House of the Bean Dip, big shout out to Frank right there at uh, Prescott and Staniford, Redwoods, um, Mimos, the chicken shawarmas to die for. So I got my I got my go to spots and all the burrito trucks. Big shout out, <laughs> you know, at them all every day. All right, so if there was one thing about Modesto that you could reboot, one aspect, uh, if it was, um, oh, I got it, I got yeah. it, I got it. So go for it. If you go on on YouTube and type in Kelly Slater Wave Park down in Lemoore, it's an amazing wave park. We need an amazing wave park here in Modesto. Awesome. Yeah. No. I. You know. I wouldn't. My vote wouldn't be a wave park, but I would definitely say some sort of like um, amusement park type thing. I think it would blow up. If yeah. You, if you anything. did a wave park, if you did a heated wave pool here, when we have the the area, you know where Lemoore is, right? Right outside of Fresno. Yeah. Um, he went in there and bought an old uh, wakeboarding park and turned it into the best wave in the world. You can go look at it. Wow, that's cool. Uh, also, we need to bring back Roller King. <laughs> um, our Modesto skate park is garbage. They need to rip that thing out and build the kids a real park with some big bowls. Yeah, yeah, that park's not the most fun park. Not that I skate anymore, but yeah, I, I would know, always, I, I, I would always go to ripping. I was always impressed you could roll the nine. I was like, well, if he can do it, I can do it. All right, so if um, people want to get in touch with you, have more questions, how could they get a hold of you if... I mean, everybody has my cell phone number, so it doesn't matter to me. Well, not everybody, but you don't, you don't need to give out your cell phone number, but... Like, Dude, I, give, I give it out. I tell people, if you if you want to call, you can call. There's nobody that's going to call. Okay. Yeah, so it's what? 209-450-3977. And you're pretty easy to find on Facebook, just uh, Ben Wheeler. Yep. No, I beg our uh, I beg our juvenile hall kids. Call me. Cool. So, awesome. Well, Ben, thank you so much for being on the show, and um, good luck with everything. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Follow us on Instagram at Modesto Reboot, as well as Facebook. Look for the group Modesto Reboot. Please subscribe to this podcast and share it with a friend.